Hello, America, and welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. Yes, I did all of the sports. This is Phil Ranta, your sports outsider. And uh, we're sorry we've been gone for three weeks, but uh, Joel is sick. Jordan is sick. I gave them the sickness. Uh, so, yeah, we decided to do a very special episode that's just me this time. A lot of people have been requesting that we do a compilation of our weird sports, so we're going to do that this time. But it's very hard for me to do this alone, so uh, we went over to our Curtain Jerks friends, and we got their good friend to help me out here. He is the voice of WWE Sports Entertainment. Hello to Vince McMahon. Ah, uh, the voice of sports entertainment? Yeah. It is my empire. Oh, okay. Did you, you even do any research? I never do research. That's kind of my thing. What is your thing? My, my thing is to be as dumb as possible at any given time. Well, you are succeeding in that. Oh, come on, Vince McMahon. I, don't I am that. the CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. I know. You've already said that. We're glad to have you here, though. I'm not looking to give Taurus in the mouth. Well, good. I, it's, it's, I, 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 I talked to those guys at Curtain Jerks, and they said... You needed help today, and I used to be a broadcaster. I used to uh, commentate on Saturday night's main event. That was my broadcaster voice. You sounded like Don Pardo from uh, Saturday Night Live. I know Jan Hooks, Victoria Jackson. Uh, I'm good friends with Jan Hooks. Really? Yes, I am. Jan Hooks has friends? Jan Hooks stays in my guest house. Oh, that's really sad. Hey, Vince, I've been meaning to ask you, Vince McMahon. Mr. McMahon. I'm sorry, Mr. McMahon. You're very tan. What do you think of uh, March Madness? March Madness is going on right now. March Madness. It is nothing compared to WrestleMania weekend. Okay. March Madness is a little bigger. Nobody does office pools. A little bit bigger. It is The Rock versus... Is John Cena in track pants versus jorts? Is that really how they're? That's they're, how I'm. That's how I'm uh, showcasing the event. Really, you're doing it by their uh, by waist, their, uh, by their pant wear. Leg? Okay, that seems like the promo should be more about like the new school versus the old school. No, 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 no. Kids won't understand that. It's all about comfort and and pants. Okay. If you wear if you wear uh, track pants. Well, you're on the go like The Rock is doing Hollywood movies, so he wears track pants. Sure, I love the Tooth Fairy. Or if you're John Cena and you're wearing jorts. Okay. Well, we've got a lot of jorts. you don't want to commit to a jean. You want right. to half commit. So well, you, if it's summertime, you still you have the comfort of a jean uh, snuggling you. And then... You've thought a lot about this. Hot outside. I'm a marketing genius. You know, I've been wanting you to do this for a long time. What would be my wrestler name if I got to join the WWE? Phil Ranta. Phil Ranta. Well, your head is uh, unusually sized. Okay. You have a large computer monitor in front of you, <laughs> and your head is three times larger than that. Okay, so I'd be like the giant, the head basher. We do like a pep boys thing with you. Okay. You'd be like a pep. You'd be a. You'd be. Peppy Ranta. Oh, Peppy. Peppy. That's a terrible name. Peppy Ranta. Well, you got to start somewhere. I would definitely be a jobber if my name was Peppy Ranta. Oh, you'd be a jobber, all right. Oh, you got to put John Cena over. He wears jorts. I know. You said that. Hey, I've got. You're a, wearing a full jean. I am. I'm wearing. I like to keep my calves warm. It is hot here. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I, you're sweating very profusely. I'm it's always really... working up a sweat. Okay. Uh, I've been mean to ask you, uh, do you listen to the sports, sports, sports cast? I have, I, I have had my interns. They have, uh, com- compiled 
uh, uh, your best of, and I've listened to many things of, of your uh, weird sports with you putting ferrets down uh, each other's pants and you're all talking about it. Yeah. I listen to that. I listen to you talking about uh, queer, uh, queerage. 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 Oh, the Quidditch episode. Uh, exactly. Queerage. Yeah, Joel and with Jordan all, hated that. Yes, you're all kissing each other or something. No. That. I stopped listening. I assume you're all kissing each no, other. No, it was about college students you're riding around on brooms. You're all a bunch of billion chucks and ricos. Uh, what? I don't even know what that means. And uh, back in about 2004, 2005 in the world wrestling entertainment, we had a tag team named Billy and Chuck. Uh, Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo, okay. they dressed alike, and uh, they were a gay couple. All right. It was very, uh, it was very uh, enthralling television, and Rico, their manager, married him. But little <laughs> did the audience know, it was all a sham. They weren't gay. What? Nope. Something in wrestling was a sham? Oh, you shut your mouth. No, I didn't mean it like that. I Is mean, this going to be like HBO no. with real sports? You think you're a Bob Costas? No. I'll knock you out. I d no, don't knock I me out. Knock hey, sit out. No, sit down. Don't bit put the blender down. Don't put the blender in my this, face. This was a gift and part of the gift basket. I will re-gift this blender. Oh, don't re-gift the blender. You gave it to me. I, that's right. I brought a gift basket for you because I am a gentleman. Okay. And I am an exceptional. You, you tell me. You don't you tell me, Jack. Uh, like, I you like HBO. Yeah, I do like HBO. No, but... you're like HBO. You're getting oh. in my face. I've, well, I don't mean to get in your face. I just wanted you to be here so that we could introduce some weird sports All right, together. We'll, we'll introduce some of these weird sports. Well, let's do this first one together. This first one is one of a. a it's a fan favorite, and you actually already mentioned it uh, a little well, early. You mean your universe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Using I know the word fan is taboo. I don't use that word fan. Right. You use the wrestling universe, right? The universe, the sports, sports, sports. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. I'm going to take that. Well, this is one you mentioned earlier. Uh, we've had some big fans of this one, but we're going to listen to a clip from the Quidditch episode of Weird Sports. Queerage. Quidditch. Yeah. Queerage. Okay. Let's, I'm let's... not going to kiss you. And now it's time for another Weird Sports. sports all right <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm told that this is a particularly weird sport this is what well this is a sport that a lot of people have said hey you're doing weird sports you have to do this weird sport and i've been putting it off because i am not a populist uh, i am a yep. niche dude but now we're gonna do it all right this week's weird sport muggle quidditch oh god what's yeah. what muggle yeah muggle quidditch it's on now joel i could tell by the disappointed look in his face immediately understands uh, Jordan still looks confused, which I means am. you're cooler than Joel. This is a weird. <laughs> this is a weird. This sound. It, see, it sounds weird. It is weird. You know, Quidditch. Quidditch is the sport they play in Harry Potter. Oh well, that's not it, a sport, right? Well, well it let's is, use the term sport, sport in, extremely in, in loosely. Hogwarts, yeah, because uh, okay, in that sport, a bunch of uh, children fly around on brooms. Now, now wait a second. Yeah. Now, now that that qualifies as weird. Yes, undoubtedly. However, all the weird sports we've done to date. Are real, like as in people play them. Right, they're actual competitive. Uh, muggle sports. in the Harry Potter universe is another way of saying non-magical human. That sounds like a slur, Muggle. It kind of is. Well, they they use mudblood as the slur. Oh my uh, god, mudblood is what they call kids. Non watch these movies, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's what using, I thought the first time I heard the that. Like, that sounds like harsh. That? Doesn't it sound harsh? But anyways, enough nerding out about Harry Potter knowledge, <laughs> which I clearly have already shown myself. But uh, Muggle Quidditch is starting to take off on college campuses, which is just taken from 
the movie, and then they decided to make an intramural sport out of this magical thing from a nerd movie. I, I Now I'm less enthused. So basically, lame college kids are playing a lame fake sport that they have to modify to make it playable. There were so many IM sports at college. There yeah. was all sorts of completely retarded stuff already available yeah. for you to play at college, and they had to come up with one more even dumber. Well, let's not write it off yet. Maybe if you hear the rules, then okay. this will be all something. Right. We'll all grab our broomsticks and go, right? I've got my broomstick ready in case you guys are down. Okay, so I've already told you a little bit about it, but I'm just going to give you the quick rundown of how it's played, right? So the okay. whole idea of Quidditch is that there's... Uh, in the in the movie, there's chasers, keepers, beaters, and seekers, okay? Yeah. The chasers are the people who are passing around the quaffle, which is the ball, right? They pass around the quaffle trying to throw it through the rings at the end, which is like the end zone. So they're trying to throw it through the rings. The keepers are like the goaltenders in soccer. They're trying to stop it from it. The beaters are the ones that are taking bats and trying to uh, block uh, the other team's players. For They're like the defensive players goons are they like goons in right. hockey they're, they're kind of like goons they're enforcers you know? okay and then the seekers are playing a completely different game altogether they release something <laughs> called a golden snitch and if you go and you catch the golden snitch then the game immediately ends and you get enough points that no matter how many things you throw at the ring you pretty much win right yeah. so Joel, did i get this about right you got this about right there's a whole bunch of things that happen that are completely irrelevant and then there's one little tiny ball flying around that right. matters. I mean, I read the first Harry Potter book when I was still young enough where I shouldn't have been as concerned about that as I was when I was like, this sport makes no sense. No sense. But still. Well, now, luckily, we took this completely nonsensical sport, playing it on land now. Yeah. One thing that I especially hate starting off with this, still have brooms between your legs. What? No reason. They're just no carrying around for rooms. They, they have to be between your legs? It has to be between your legs, yeah. Has I think be. that says something about the people that are playing this sport. Yeah, they don't care. As to they what nutty. they have between their legs. <laughs> right, totally. That's that's it. That's all they've got between their legs, a broom. <laughs> but um, so the goals, uh, because naturally we can't have it be 100 yards in the air and actually flying around, the goals are just PVC pipe and hula hoops <laughs> at the end of a... <laughs> Are you guys getting sad yet? Yeah, I'm this sounds like Polish horseshoes. Sadder and sadder, <laughs> like every single... I'm curious to go see it. Actually, uh, uh, I've heard of some people playing. I've never gone to see it, but now I really want to because it sounds like I'm just going to like cry, like I'm watching yeah. the end of a Lifetime movie. Like, oh, these poor people play a real sport. Um, the, uh, the quaffle, because it's something that has to be like big that you can barely hold on to, a partially deflated volleyball. What? Yep. Does it have to be partially deflated? That's, well, you have to grab it with one hand easily. And a lot of women play Quidditch. Not to say... I'm just it, saying it, women have co-ed? than men. Well, it was in the movie, too, yeah. That's it's like 50-50. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Any, any, this is not even... It can be weird. Yeah. It can be fake. Right. Any sport that is played predominantly co-ed... Like no, almost like, entirely, that's not, no, not a sport. What Jordan? This isn't one of your writers' rooms and your comedy writers' <laughs> no. rooms that you work in in Los Angeles, where it's all white males between the ages of twenty-two and thirty-five, right? We got that shit on lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's this, not that he does. He's not that he's saying that women can't play. He's saying right. that women should play with women and men should play with men because the differences in physicality make sports not competitive. Oh, so when they, they should play in separated. like a separate but equal league? Is what you're saying, huh? Yeah. Maybe there should be water fountains that should well, say women only and men only. Softball. Softball is a sport. You, you right. can play. Men play it. Women play it. Okay. Right. 
However, and there are co-ed leagues. Yeah. However, if the sport in and of itself only is co-ed, yeah. I, I question I question the veracity of the really sport. Oh, perhaps you haven't seen a little movie called Juana Man. <laughs> Juana Man is about how men and women can coexist in sports. I, I don't doubt they can coexist. This right. would be the movie where an NBA player at the end of his career decides to dress in drag and play in the WNBA. Right. Oh, and the he new gets so NBC sitcom. Yeah. Work right. it. Do you know that 50% of all movies named Juana Man end in sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> made no sense. Well, in this one, I've got I've to actually get to the rules now. It's rules time, all right? Okay, yeah. So in the other one... They release the snitch. Harry Potter goes to Jason the snitch. The other guys play a game that doesn't matter, and then Harry Potter catches the snitch and wins, right? Generally? Yeah. Well, in this one, they want to make He's it good fair. at it? Oh, yeah. He's the star. Go figure. It's it's like a the beeline <laughs> of the movie, right? Like I, I don't like this. He's, he's fighting a wizard, and then also he's like a Quidditch star. Because everyone loves Harry Potter. Right, and he's like the most popular kid in school and blah, 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 blah. But any hoozle. Which, that's the least realistic thing about this book. He's the most popular kid in school. He's apparently the best athlete in school because he's great at Quidditch. And he's like a super nice guy that everybody gets along with. No. No. Yeah. No chance. No way. In, in reality, folks, guess what? Harry Potter is a total jerk. He bangs Hermione and then lies to everyone about it. All right? Think about it. That's how, that's how Harry Potter in real life goes. Oh, down. I do think about it. I think about it a lot. <laughs> A lot, way too much. So these college kids have brooms between their legs. Yeah, yeah, they've got brooms between their legs. So the whole point is that the 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 people who are the beaters and the chasers are trying to score the goals against the keepers and the hula hoops, right? Okay. And I forget the point total exactly, but let's say it's like one point or whatever every time they throw it in. Because it didn't say on the Wikipedia entry, and I don't remember. So, <laughs> so it's like one point every time they throw it in. Meanwhile, somebody who is dressed, who is not playing the game, he essentially functions as the ball, is playing the role of the golden snitch. A human being. Dressed in all gold. They made a special point of this on the Wikipedia entry. Sometimes wearing wings. I cannot. I, I wish I could roll my eyes audibly. No, this is... <laughs> This is kind of like the mascot of a sport being like, well, now you're the ball. Go play. <laughs> well, that's weird. Oh. Right. But what I love about this is the idea that this guy's dressed in all gold, right? It could be a woman. Dressed in all gold, wearing wings. They say when they play it on college campuses, they can go anywhere on the college campus. Is fair game. And the chasers have to go after him. So, like, they could literally walk, run, like, a mile away from where the game's being played, just uh, somebody in wings dressed all gold being like, I'm the snitch, you can't catch me. And if they catch him, they get on their cell phone, call their loser friends right, who still say, have brooms between their legs, <laughs> yeah. game over. But I have a f- the, but the, the people who are actually, the seekers also have to have the brooms between their legs. Uh. So they're running around campus with a broom between their legs going, I'm looking for the golden snitch. No, the golden snitch. Does he have a broom be- beneath his legs? I doubt it, no. I don't know. Just right, a ball. Guys, I'm willing to... um. I'm willing to paint myself gold for this, but I think we should go to UCLA. Mm-hmm. We should set one of these guy games up. You guys will be the two seekers. Okay. I will play the golden snitch. Okay. And we will go drink beer <laughs> and watch football or basketball or something for an entire day. <laughs> well, they and just keep endlessly all playing. all of these morons with their broomsticks running around a field. And then just call him three hours later and just be like, yeah, I got it. You think I, we're going to stop after three on. hours, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> 
This Eight. is the ten. We are going to test how long they're willing to play their retarded little sport. I've got an idea, Joel. How about instead we just drink beer all day? Forget about you dressing in gold uh, and going to a campus. No, we. I want some. Beer. I want some outward hostility toward this <laughs> yeah, sport. The, I'm not the satisfied just calling it weird. You want to stick yeah. it to them. Well, just to give you a little background, well, and then and then if you catch the Golden Smith, you get like what twenty points or something, so they're never gonna get as many. I think it's more. I think it's like fifteen times as much as if you put a ball through a hoop. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, if you catch the snitch, you win. Yes. It's a stupid sport. I'm sorry for all of you Muggle Quidditch players out there, but I even if I watched it, I don't think I would be turned over. But I think let me the give only thing more pathetic than people playing Muggle Quidditch would be Muggle Quidditch spectators. Oh man. Yeah, you want to talk about some mudbloods? <laughs> right, yeah. bunch of mudbloods wow. in that audience. No, Jordan, Jordan, sorry. Wow, I know. You know what? That's, wow. that pushed me over the edge. I'm afraid yeah, I'm gonna have that's... to close out this segment. That was another weird sport. Hey, that was fun, huh? Oh, that was disgusting. I had to get up and leave. Oh, I know. Where'd you go? I I went to do some push-ups. I thought it was funny that you uh, reached in the gift basket and took out that body chocolate you had in there I, before you went in. Why is that funny? Well, I just why figured... is body chocolate humorous? Well, I, first chocolate of all, I thought it was weird. It was weird that you gave it to me in a gift basket. That's, that's usually the, a sensual gift. That's the only word you seem to use around here is weird. <laughs> I, well, I oh, don't it's mean a weird, weird sport. Uh, odd. Oh, odd. Oh, look at you. Million dollar word right there. <laughs> odd? That's a three letter. That's the most unmillion dollar word there is. I know. I am being insulting to you. No, you you're even... not being insulting. I am. I'm being insulting to no, you. No, come on. This show is rinky dink. Rinky dink? This is rinky dink. I, well, I never, sir. You should. Well, you know what, Vince? I know. I'm going to go up against you in WrestleMania now. I'm retired. I don't wrestle No, anymore. I'm challenging you. Oh, you and everybody else. You, you and the whole universe. You think you know what's better for me? I do. I'm peppy ranted, damn it. Oh, well, then you're going to lose, peppy. Uh, speaking of losing, we're going to go to another weird sport right now. This is another favorite. Uh... Have you heard of the sport of bog snorkeling? No, I have not heard of bog snorkeling. I have a sports entertainment empire. Well, this is kind of like sports entertainment. It's people snorkel in bogs. What kind of disturbed people are Don't they know that there's... There's sports entertainment out there, don't they? Haven't they ever seen the WWE? Why would they need to bog snort? Don't they know... Don't they know about the big show? He's the biggest athlete. He's over seven <laughs> feet tall and weighs almost five. <laughs> That's and he has the tattoo of his wife's name on the back of his neck. That mu- Tess. Well, Tess? Tess. Taz? Tess. Taz? Taz. He's married to Taz? Oh, very funny. Taz works at another company, you jackass. I know. Watch Impact Wrestling. No, You're... don't watch Impact no, Wrestling. Watch it. It's great. You watch WrestleMania <laughs> on April 1st. All right. Well, You'll that... see Team Teddy Long versus Team Lions. Pretty sure those aren't words. But let's cut right now to the weird sport of boxing. And now it's time for another weird sport. Weird sports. Fills in makeup, everyone. That's what I do. I'm getting more and more extravagant every time. I was going to say, the the hour you spend in makeup before the weird sports segment adds a lot to our recording time. A lot to our recording time. It looks pretty for you guys. It looks ghoulish. It's all for you. Ghoulish. 
Well, th- this this is actually a kind of a little bit of a Halloween themed one. That's why Ooh, I picked this okay. one. Oh, it's right. good. Tis the season. Is it pumpkin chucking? No, it's not pumpkin chucking. Jordan, I I have no guesses. Good guess, <laughs> but no. <laughs> this weird sport, bog snorkeling. No, that's, bog that's snorkeling. Bog snorkeling. One of those things is not a word. Yes. Okay, I can I can imagine snorkeling in a bog. How would it be competitive? Well, that's the thing. It is bog snorkeling. <laughs> bog snorkeling is a sporting event that consists of competitors completing two consecutive lengths of sixty yards uh, water filled trench cut through peat bog. So they cut a trench through peat bog. They fill it with water, and it becomes swamp like a swampy mess. Wait, wait no. Wow. Wait, what is is peat bog a proper bog? Like. This isn't a type I think of bog. Just, I think it's mostly like muddy water. Is it like peat? No, like peat, you, you peat vi- is like like condensed like plant matter of some sort. Right. Peat is, is where coal comes from. Right. But wait, but wait. My my question was: is, is that is it peat describing the bog, or is this like peat bog in Scotland? No, it's describing the bog. Like okay. It, it is a peat bog. Yeah. Not. It isn't peat bog it is a peat bog yeah oh but you know that it's got to be thick because they have to wear snorkels and flippers for it uh and they they have to complete the course without using conventional swimming strokes relying on flipper power alone they have to do this one what is the distance uh it's 60 it's 60 yards but they got to go there and back (laughs) that's a that's a that's like 120 I, 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 Wait, yards. where do they do this? That would be a fairly where short is, swimming race, but I don't uh, know how much... You the... guys are not going to be surprised. It's another one at Lant Weird Wells, Wales. We the Welsh? The Welsh again? The Welsh again. Is this the oh, same town as the... It's the same the... town. No! It's the same town. Are you serious? I forget what the other sport was that had this town. Was it Was it the Man Horse Marathon? It might have been. I questioned toe wrestling. I think it was no, the Man Horse... English. Yeah, I think I, it was the Man Horse Marathon. I openly question this town's motives. Lantward... They're yes. just trying. They're just trying to get in the Guinness Book. It seems like. It seems like I bet they are. I mean, it was started Welsh. in 1976, so it's been going on for a while. Uh, again, it began in the, as a result of an over-the-bar conversation between Gordon Green and a few regulars. God, I if, think that there's just this one bar in Wales yeah. where all they do all day is sit and be like, you know, it'd be weird if we uh, had to balance eggs on our nose and run a hundred miles. Yeah, let's make it a sport. You yeah, sit that- down at a pub in Wales, be. Careful, because you're going to run into someone with a southern accent who wants to bet you dumb shit. Basically, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, this is this is the great part. Uh, well, the first uh, world championship of this was held in '85, so they were doing this for before nine they years. got up to the so they, they elite did nine level. Years before it was a fit. they were just like there's there's probably other good bog snorkelers oh, elsewhere. Sure. Yeah, who before were not that, it was just for the love of the game. It was yeah. just a bunch of people in a bog just having a time of their lives. <laughs> Then they had to make it all corporate, but it takes place every August. Uh, in that's uh, when the bogs are good. It's yeah, it's yeah, true. It's that's the bog season when they're at their boggiest. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Well, they do describe it as uh, as the dense Wayan Reed peat bog is where it takes place. Uh, Two hundred entrants each year, uh, and it's actually got a sponsor, like one sponsor that puts it on. The sponsor is my favorite part. is called the Fun Swim Shop. <laughs> That's the sponsor. You'd think like Gatorade or Red Bull, someone. Who, no, no, no. For the, for bog snorkeling, no, I would not think those things <laughs> at, all. at all. It seems like somebody would like take this on, but no, the Fun Swim Shop, that amazing corporation. What can we sponsor that's gonna make people think swimming 
and fun. Right. Well, there's this event that sounds like it's no fun whatsoever, where <laughs> yeah. people that you won't be able to see because they're in a murky water, and you can see their little snorkel go above water, spend an hour trying to mush their way through 120 yards of bog. Perfect! I'm, al- tell me- I'm also imagining a lot of fog around the bog. Yeah. Might make the signs hard to see if you're the fun swim shop. Right. Not a good so. idea. Yeah. Because I imagine there's also witches on the side stirring a giant cauldron with smoke coming out of it. Cackling. <laughs> <laughs> it's Boys. Halloween. Yeah. No, I, I have another, and this is a legitimate question, but it also could be viewed as Halloween themed. Do they do like a head count when they get back? Because have you guys seen like footage of those like like peat bog mummies? There's peat bog <laughs> mummies. Oh, there are. Yo, like like ancient people like fall into peat bogs, uh, and their bodies are like perfectly preserved like thousands of years later because it's so densely packed that like no air gets to them. Real? Is that how? It, it's just like the it's just like the are? ice people. Yeah. And people find them. They're like cutting through peat bogs and they're like oh shit, and like their skin's all black and kind of withered, but they're still like. Like Alive? They haven't, they haven't been eaten away by <laughs> They're bacteria still eating the souls of humans? <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's a peat bog mummy! So I'm just saying, I would... Are you I sure would... this wasn't a Scooby-Doo episode that you saw? No, it was not a... St- it's a peat bog mummy! It is not Scooby-Doo and the peat bog mummy. No, there are mummies that get found in peat bogs. And apparently more now because yeah, they're sending people so. in there willy-nilly. <laughs> and the mummies are going to get them. Well, first of all, I should say that the world record holder, 84 seconds. Uh, That's for, fast. Eighty-four seconds for one hundred twenty yards. One hundred twenty yards in fast. In a peat and not, bog. not swimming. Their hands. They just, just kicking. Flippers. Yeah, through in a the bog. peat bog. That's fast as hell. That's pretty good. I, I don't, don't know if do I that. could run one hundred twenty yards in, in eighty-four I seconds. Think, I'd probably start. I coughing. think you could, Phil. I'm. Pr- I'd get pretty. One hundred twenty yards is not a particularly long distance to run. I couldn't. Th- I couldn't run that through a bog. Oh, that's true. I couldn't either. I'd yeah. end up a mummy. That's true. I'd get eaten by a mummy probably. This is great, though. This is great, though. There's a men's champion, there's a women's champion, and then, for the up-and-comers, there's a juniors champion. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Current junior <laughs> champion is Jonathan Hilliard, so congratulations, Jonathan. I'm sure you're listening out there. Uh, and not congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Hilliard. Right. Where <laughs> are you? You negligently them. allowed their son to compete in a box. I just imagine him like a five-year-old with floaties, and they're like, yeah, my son can swim. Get him into the peat bog. <laughs> I didn't want to go to the peat bog. I said, mommy, peat bog, mommy. So, bog snorkeling championships. You guys want to go next year? I am. I am in. Yeah. I'm not. You guys can go without me. I got frame of flower miles. Perfect. See you there, buddy. I've got a snorkel you guys can't borrow because it would be ruined. <laughs> In a peat bog. <laughs> and that was another episode of Weird some bog snorkeling fun huh i guess so if that's what you consider to be fun nowadays all right we're still here with uh wwe ceo vince mcmahon vince mcmahon phil ranta you're fired oh oh, i knew i was gonna get fired where are the other hosts for this show they got fired oh they're fired where are they damn it uh well uh jordan no joel is sick right now joel is sick with what uh, I don't know. He just said he was very sick. He couldn't come over. Oh, I work sick all the time. Is Joel a four-year-old girl? Well, I was going to say, you have a little scratch in your voice. I was wondering if you were sick as well. I'm fine. 
100%. Are you sure? I'm always at 100%. Sickness can't keep me down. Well, okay. So I assume Jordan's uh, uh, Joel is a is a little girl who skinned his knee. Yeah, he kind of, yeah. He's a little a good... girl who skinned his knee while wearing a skirt. He is. I have a feeling, actually, he's watching March Madness games right now. Oh, because that's the only thing that makes a little girl feel better. Okay, that's a lot of our fans you're insulting. I have, here in the gift basket, I have a training bra for Joel. Oh, what? That's, I was wondering why you brought over a training bra that was made for a six-foot-four hippie. <laughs> that, but I don't find that amusing. It yeah, is you for just your laugh. host. Okay, okay. Well, do you want to go to another weird sport? No, I don't. <laughs> well, we're going to I want to talk more about WrestleMania. Okay, we'll give you 30 seconds to talk about WrestleMania. Uh, what do you think of The Undertaker? The Undertaker is coming back. For the this Undertaker. Undertaker. He's wearing a hood now. What's he got to hide? Hmm? Uh, his hair is falling out, right? Uh, well, you who's to say? Don't spoil it for the universe. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Spoiler alert. His hair is falling out because he's an old man. Uh, he might have cut it off himself because he's so filled with rage at Triple H, my son in law. <laughs> That could be. Because could he's be. going to face him in a hell in the cell where Shawn Michaels going to count pinfalls. <laughs> I didn't understand a word of that. He's got <laughs> a pinfall. He's got a pitfall. He's got a pinfall. Okay, well, we better go to another weird sport right now. If you insist. All right, well, we're going to go to a weird sport that's a little odd. It's kind of like wrestling. Oh, yeah. wrestling. Huh? Finally, a sport I can relate to. Only it's wrestling with people dressed as monsters. Monsters, yeah. Oh, like the boogeyman. Yeah, well, kind of like the boogeyman. Like the yeah. boogeyman. He's coming to get you, and then he hits himself with a clock, and then he eats worms. Yes, they're kind of like that. Only this is this is a very weird sport. Well, Gigante, he wears a skin tight suit of a uh, of. Of flesh. And okay. There's just hair in appropriate places. Aren't we all really wearing a skin tight suit of flesh? All right, you got me there. All right, well, let's listen to a little bit of monster fighting. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Oh, the sport is so weird! Why is it weird? Weird Sports. What do we got? Today's Weird Sport Kaiju Big Battle. Hmm. I. You know, a lot of our weird sports go into a territory that's off color. You're pretty excited, aren't you? Yeah. I can tell already. You've got a smile on your face ear to ear. Kaiju sounds Asian. Oh, well, you're right, my fine American friend. It is Asian. But let me get into it. How Asian? First of all, this is going to be something that pisses Joel off. What kind of Asian? This is going to be something that pisses Joel off. What makes you say that? This is kind of a sport in the way that professional wrestling is a sport. It's kind of half performance, half sport. Well, I'm still interested it's and excited. Sport. But get a load of this. Uh, Kaiju Big Battle is a performin, uh, performance by the Boston, Massachusetts-based entertainment troupe. They call it entertainment troupe in the same way wrestling is. Uh, Studio Kaiju, which was created by two Americans, Rand Borden and David Borden. And so not Asian, necessarily. The in Borden or, brothers. Or at all. <laughs> Until you see the content. The performances are parodies of both professional wrestling and uh, Tokoshatsu Kaju movies of Japan. I don't know what those are. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, they're kind of like professional wrestling thing where performers come out and they're like wearing costumes and everything. But these costumes 
are like Godzilla and Gamera, and they're supposed to be giants. They're portraying giants, but they're regular-sized people who are just having this huge battle royale. Oh, man, is the ring, like, have a bunch of cardboard skyscrapers and, like, little matchbox <laughs> cars are picking up? <laughs> they definitely they definitely play up the enormity of what they're supposed to be, yes. Uh, I mean, they're still, they, they, they acknowledge that they're people because they do have human sidekicks sometimes, so there's no way to fake that. Unless you find the world's tiniest little person. Maybe someone would toss a dwarf in there and... Wouldn't the whole crowd have to be little people? Yeah, I mean, really to create the illusion fully, yeah. Note to listeners, I did say little people. Yeah, you're a good man. I was Not me. We have not yet come up with our invented word for... <laughs> <laughs> Still working on that one. This is this is one of my favorite parts of it. So they it's called uh, the the Kaiju Big Battle... But it's spelled B-A-T-T-E-L. And I'm like, that's fascinating. Oh, instead of L-E. Right. I thought that was really interesting. And I'm like, there's got to be, like, that's maybe the Japanese way of saying it, something like that. Well, get this. The misspelling of battle is intentional due to a misprint of an early t-shirt design. (laughs) (laughs) So they printed the t-shirts. They're like, that's spelled, I didn't know what we meant to do that. Let's change the whole name of the sport. Yeah, exactly. We're changing our we sport. We must have printed up a lot of those t-shirts. What actually is this? Let's, let's oh, get to the nitty-gritty. You want to get to the nitty-gritty of it? I'm okay. still confused as to what this yeah. is. I mean, really, it's... So you've seen professional wrestling, right? Oh, and then some. Yeah, so people come out, and they get their theme music, and they march down, and everybody claps for them. They get in the middle of the ring, and they fight. Well, sometimes right? they jeer them. Sometimes, yeah. If you're a, It depends if you're a baby face or a heel. Yeah, the baby faces get cheered. The heels get booed. Boo. Oh, I hate that guy. Boo. And once they do start getting cheers, then they turn baby face, right? This is the same thing. They go to the middle of the ring and they fight until one of them's defeated. This one's more about defeat than getting pinned. It's like, well, he, Joel's looking at Joel has not spoken much and is looking at me weird. But it's it's like wrestling. It's a performance piece, but they don't try to fake the fact that you're pinning someone i'm confused but engaged yes how does how does one get defeated then i think you just fall over and that's it well that's to to be fair this is how many monsters who attacked japan were also defeated when they fell over i mean i imagine mothra is not that much different mothra didn't have to get a three count right mothra could fly right mothra was a giant moth yeah but moths usually do die by somebody pinning them to something Oh, I get it. I guess you're going there. Ba da ba 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 ba. The reason why I chose this sport to talk about, even though I know it would make Joel angry, which it is, <laughs> is the entire Wikipedia page. I encourage you to all look it up. Kaiju Big Battle, the Wikipedia. It's almost entirely a list of characters that they play. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to read you guys some of the characters to talk about. Okay. All right. Here we go. Kung Fu Chicken Noodle is yes. the name of one of them. Yes. Thank no- you. Is it a noodle? Uh, get this. He's a Cantonese worker who gains superpowers and an armored soup can, which he wears, after falling into a vat of chicken noodle soup in a failed suicide attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Frank, like in, in WWE wrestling, there some is of them, not that kind of character no, development. Yeah. Right? 
Like some of them have kind of like it's usually just crude, like really crude cultural stereotypes. Yeah, some of them are goofy. Like now they have like in WWE they have the Funkasaurus, who's like this dude who just goes up and dances yeah, in pimp but clothes. But it's not to the, the level guy. of kung fu chicken noodle. They had the, no. He has a whole backstory. The Arab yeah. guy. Had, we know exactly. about his life before he became. A yeah, but Kim this is specific. Juju. I enjoy this. Yeah, here's here's another one. This is one that I liked. His name is Super Wrong. He is the disco dancing time traveling near hero known for his flamboyant ring entrance and a horrible win loss record. <laughs> He's known for his horrible. So he goes in and he disco dances and then he loses Gets the crap and he travels out. through time. Well, the time traveling. I That's, like that angle. Yeah. Yeah. You, why, no one's a loser who time. Why travels. would someone have time travel and opt to use it to travel into the future i'm presuming i assume so because it's got to be from the 70s right to lose or to he's ultimate. implying that disco comes back yeah which god i hope that happens after i'm dead now now like in wwe there's many factions oh you know like there's the nwa there's nexus it's the same way with this there's kind of like teams i've read you two of the heroes believe it or not mr wrong oh super wrong and chicken noodle yeah, Kung chicken Fu noodle Chicken man. Noodle. Kung Fu Chicken Noodle. Okay, that makes sense. Now I'd like to read uh, some of the people who are the bad guys in a team called the Rogues. Oh, they're up to no good. Who, yeah. who is part of the Rogues, you ask? Well, here's one. His name is D.W. Cycloctopus Third. <laughs> Cycloptopus. Yes, I pronounced it right. D.W. Cycloptopus Third. See, this is the problem when D.W. Cycloptopus had such a large trust fund for his kids. Right. Because they just, <laughs> they just keep having more DW Cycloptopuses. Well, they just went nuts. They became evil. Yeah, they join up with the rogues. Well, I, I can I imagine that you kind of know who this character is. But I'm going to explain <laughs> it to you. Uh, he's a sea monster with few friends and many enemies. <laughs> He makes up one Unlike of the members. other sea monsters right. who have a whole bunch of buddies. Right, right. Like Sharktopus was a very popular sea monster. Yeah. Not Cycloctopus the third. They um, wrote that part out of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, but originally it was the squid and all of his friends were like daring him to go after the sub. <laughs> I know yeah. that Joel is going to laugh hard at this one. Oh, I'm going to lean back from the mic then. He makes up one of the members of a faction called the Sea Amigos. <laughs> Joel loves puns. <laughs> they're called the Sea Amigos because they're from the sea. Okay. Yeah. I follow. Yeah. Uh, but he has had some uh, some success. Uh, he and Hell Monkey went on a big rampage at one time. Well, when you're paired with Hell Monkey. Right, right. And they, they ended up winning a tag team championship. So that, that happened. Everyone got very quiet. <laughs> so, so that happened. All right. Then I'm going to go on to the next one. The next okay. one, his name is Call Me Kevin. His name. It's not Kevin. No, it's Call Me Kevin. He was hurled from his home planet by an explosion. <laughs> he lost his memory during the centuries it took for him to arrive on Earth. He's won only one kaiju big battle upon his arrival. He joined the Sea Amigos and was taken under the wing or tentacle of Uno Bozu. Despite having one of the losingest records of all of Kaiju, Kevin was once the Kaiju Grand Champion. Since losing the belt, he has been kicked out of the Sea Amigos and is presently flying solo. Kevin appeared at the Warsaw Wafu Fun on June 7th, 2002. He has kind of a tragic story. He's kind of like the uh, the Hamlet. 
Oh man. Yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. Just. Wow. <laughs> You're so upset. I'm. I know. I'm also. I'm also really amused that you said call me Kevin, and I thought, oh, here comes the sort of normal guy. Right. Nope. Home He's planet. Still, home planet explosion. explosion. Well, here we go. I'll, I'll give you a normal one. Okay. His name is Zombie Plantain. Right. Right. Uh, he was formerly Pablo Plantain. <laughs> well, then what happened? Well, Pablo was killed by Silver Potato no. during the first match of Someone Must Die. <laughs> Luckily, Dr. Cube resurrected him. That was him. a shock, by the way. Nobody saw that coming. But, uh, don't cut me off, Dr. Cube resurrected him for evil. Oh. Though he seems to be more inclined at helping his brother than Cube. Wow. Let me tell you this. The last time I got drunk at a Cuban restaurant, I wound up resurrecting some plantains, and it was evil. Yes. Oh, no. That means vomiting. I don't know that all of this tracks. <laughs> what? This entire snow. It makes perfect sense. Uh, well, let me let me end on this one, then. Okay. I love these characters, though. Yeah, here's there's human co-stars, too, that aren't human heroes. And I'm going to give you some of the normal ones. Uh, the most normal, I would say, is named the Commissioner. He's the overseer. But news of his death reported in April <laughs> from eating too much chocolate <laughs> resulting in a heart attack. Is he a dog? We're untrue. Yeah. Well, no, he just ate too it much was chocolate. Well, it was untrue, though. Yeah, they turned out to be untrue. Uh, luckily, there was, uh, there was another normal guy. His name is Jimmy Sprinkles. Uh, <laughs> he's Kaiju's number one super fan, also part of the show. We should get our number one super fan who's also fictional in here. Yeah. What? Not fictional at all. We oh, a, yeah. We're talking about uh, Jimmy, right? Yeah, but I figured that Jimmy would be a good one to end on because he's Kaiju's number one super fan, but he was brutally assaulted by the Sea Amigos <laughs> oh, no. after attempting to join them by singing Stay by Lisa Loeb in Brooklyn wow. in 2008. Wow. The Sea Amigos hated that. Uh. <laughs> So the although sea amigos are so evil, right? I so it, in in summary, I knew Joel would not would contest that this is a sport. It, well, it's it's clearly not a sport. It's incredibly amusing, and I'm really glad that we opted to do it. No, but uh, yeah, so definitely go check yeah, it out. Yeah, go Super check it out and, and take some of, of your friends Boston in Boston. Yeah. yeah, all of our and make sure when you get there, tell them that this podcast happened. Yeah, lean back, crack a couple of cold Bud Light premiums, and, and don't get attacked by the sea amigos. <laughs> And that brings an end to another episode of Weird Sports. Oh, there's an octopus with a Cyclops eye who's the third because his parents were also named Cyclotopus. Wow, Vince McMahon, can you believe that people would wrestle on stage for people's entertainment? Yes, I can. Yes, oh. it seems like a viable business. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot for a second. You're the CEO of uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. That's right. Why Why did you change it to World Wrestling Entertainment? Because uh, you got to get the F out. Okay. You got to get the F out. Yeah. Speaking I, of uh, out, where, 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 where's the other host? I know Jordan. Oh, jo Jordan. And Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Pomaville. Uh, Jordan Pomaville. Uh, he's been very busy. He's got a job right now. Um, oh, he was he's also working. sick well, last that's week. Respectable. Yeah. yeah, that oh, is. Well, if he's working and he can't because he's working so much, that's respectable. Sure, you're a working man, but Joel, Joel's sick. Joel, so. oh, oh, because he's having that time of the month. 
Okay, yes. Joel Joel does have a huge vagina and does bleed once. Oh, it's enlarged, huh? Well, he's a big guy. His vagina's huge. Yes, it is. It is. But are you ready to to set up the very last weird sports list? Well, you know, uh, in WrestleMania, we've had football players here before. We have had Lawrence Taylor go up against Bam Bam Bigelow. We had oh, a refrigerator Perry at WrestleMania too. Ooh, he did the Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, uh, and we also had Dick Butt Kiss. <laughs> I'm sure you did. What? I'm sure you did have Dick Butt Kiss. Well, you're not referring to that. I kiss dicks and butts. Well, no, I'm not. Well, yeah, I am. That's what Joel I, would do. Because he's a girl and kisses dicks and butts. That's how he got sick. That's true. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't go around kissing dicks and butts. <laughs> well, speaking of kissing dicks and butts, we've got an awesome weird sport for the last one. It's our most requested weird sport. This is the most requested one. This, people love this. How it's, do you get your requests? We get them on Twitter. We get them emailed into us, and people are saying, that was my favorite. That's oh, the I see. You don't, get, you don't get letters, huh? No, you don't letters? Get letters? Nobody writes letters anymore. No mail. I don't see any mailbags in here. Do you get mailbags? I though? get mailbags. Well, a lot of your fans don't know how to use computers yet. So. No, no, I don't. I don't care for them. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, this one is. You'd like this. It's chess boxing. Chess boxing. Yeah, people play chess and then they box. They box while chessing. <laughs> yes, while they chess and then they box and they I, chess. I am intrigued. I must say, I'm intrigued. Well, in that case, maybe we should listen to it. All right, let's listen to chess uh, right, boxing. Let's, let's check it out. Chess boxing. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Alright, what you got for this this week, Phil? Alright, today's, this week's, now's weird sport, (laughs) chess boxing. I have totally heard of chess boxing. Joel has totally heard of chess boxing. There was a piece on, on NPR. Next weird sport. Go to the next one. What? You've heard of this? Yeah, well, if, if Joel's heard of it. Why? If it's no, but this NPR, is this is I'd probably listen awesome to it. No, I'm not prepared that weird. for chess boxing. Next We're talking sport. about it. Next week. No, it's weird. Because this might be one of my favorite. Okay, fine. Sports. We're gonna break with format a little bit. Jordan, if it's not weird, why don't you tell us how chess boxing works? <laughs> okay. You got a couple of guys who are like a little less dorky than the normal people who play chess. Okay, you're right so far. <laughs> yes. And they, you know, you have a chess board. Yeah, you're right. Regulation so far. chess board. Everyone's yeah. got the same amount of chess pieces. You got a white team, you got a black team. You're doing pretty well so far. Okay. And then you, when you after you move, you hit them. You know what? You're not that far yeah, off. Yeah, you're pretty close. You're pretty close. Let me tell you the real thing. It's a hybrid sport that combines chess with boxing and alternating rounds. Like you said, kind of. It was invented by a Dutch cartoonist. Okay, okay. <laughs> His name was Aepirubig. <laughs> All right, it's a weird sport again. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird sport. It was invented by a Dutch cartoonist. Who was inspired by a French comic book called Le Freud de Quatre? Uh, oh! <laughs> yes. I do like that comic. I was so bored of football. It was actually this sport was featured in a comic book, and the guy's like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool. Let's do it in real life." And he did it. That does like not work that. for a lot of things in comic books. No, The Walking Dead didn't work that way. They were like, oh, let's make it do a sport. And then a bunch of people got eaten by zombies. Very awkward. I was thinking flight more. But I'm going to say yeah. spoiler alert. Next week's <laughs> weird sport. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Zombie running from. <laughs> next week's weird sport. All right. So uh, I'll give you a little bit of the rules of the game so you don't follow Jordan's rules and get confused. Yeah, fair enough. A match consists of up to 11 alternating rounds of boxing and chess. 
<laughs> it's pretty sweet. It's pretty awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. You don't want me to skip this weird no, sport. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, the match begins with a four-minute chess round. The entire time, their hands are shaking. They're going, and they're I'm going to get They're punched. doing the oh, yeah. Is there a clock, right? chess. To the clock. Oh, see, that's even differenter. Yeah. yeah. Differenter? Well played. Apparently, somebody got punched a bunch of times before <laughs> we started doing weird sports. I winced after I said it. See, that's yeah. the thing that's great about this sport, is that you're playing chess Really fast the entire time you're going, oh my god, this guy who's making these moves is going to punch me in a little bit. <laughs> I get punched in the face by this guy. But uh, it's followed immediately with the four minutes of chest, followed by three minutes of boxing. That is substantial. Regulation round, right? I, I yeah, according three, to Mike Tyson's punch out, round, it's yeah. three minutes. Okay. According uh, to better sources than Mike Tyson's punch out, yes. That's a really a good source. Round. That's how I assume all boxing takes place. You're yeah. a two-foot-tall guy fighting a nine-foot-tall guy. Who's got some sort of gimmick? I like, haven't seen a boxing match that <laughs> steered me another way. Keep okay. going though. This absolutely, is- absolutely. Uh, there's a one minute break in between rounds, so people can either uh, relax after the mental stress of chess or tend to their wounds after getting punched in the face a bunch. Uh, speed chess is the one that's uh, used is the form, so it's hitting little boxes. They only have a 12 minutes for the whole game that they have running down on their clock for speed chess, right? So if you exceed those 12 minutes, you lose. Game over. Because it's the same as speed chess, right? Okay, and I think the next the next logical question is, can you get a knockout? Well, I'll tell you. Competitors way, may win by a knockout, yes. So you're having a terrible chess game, right? Like, you play say- four minutes of chess and you're like, <laughs> I have lost all my pawns, my queen is gone, my rook is in trouble. I better punch the hell out of this guy. But you, or I'm going to lose. This guy's five foot eight and really stringy. Right, yeah. exactly. I can totally you wreck this even, guy's right. shit. You have 12 minutes on there. You would even have enough time for three, almost three full rounds of not making any chess moves right, at all. It's really true. Just sitting there Just getting Just letting nervous. the clock run out yeah, yeah. before you go after the guy That's again. I'd like to see like Mike Tyson compete in this and just not play chess and just yeah. stare him down cracking his knuckles while the other guy's <laughs> taking his chess move. Intellectual rope a Mike Tyson in his prime would win every single oh, yeah. boxing oh, chess yeah. match. But well, that's the thing is the fact that you can, you can win or lose it with either. Right. That if you win either the chess or the boxing, you win the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I find so amazing. How is the boxing scored? Well, here's here's the deal. So, competitors may win by a knockout, achieving a checkmate by a judge's decision. So, if you go all the way, okay. judge's decision again. Or if the opponent's 12 minutes of chess time is exceeded. Okay. So, it's pretty much like, legitimately, you're playing both sports, and if you win it either, you win. This is... Awesome. I think it is too because if you suck at one, then it makes it amps up the pressure yeah, for the what other. If, what if you're really good at chess, but then you get like tagged with a left hook? Right. Exactly. Like you get saved by the bell, and they're like, "Oh, that's great," but we still have to wake him up enough that like, what if you're punch drunk and trying to play chess? You're like, I think I can move here. You're totally. seeing multiple pieces. Yeah. You got double vision. <laughs> so I, I, if someone told me that there was going to be a live boxing chess exhibition in los angeles i would i would oh go. god where I'd do i sign second. up everyone yeah, in the greater in los second. angeles give me a call folks i'll shoot an email to the sports 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 podcast at, at gmail.com yeah. yeah we'll all go okay here's the deal uh this this fixes the mike tyson problem all right if a competitor fails to make a move during the chess round he is issued a warning and must move within the next 10 seconds Oh, so Mike Tyson would have to at least know the basics of moving around the pieces. Well, he could make a move per round, right? 
you know. And then spend the rest of the time staring down. And then spend the rest of the time pounding at people. Yeah, you're gonna die, boy. Yeah. The thing is, Mike Tyson usually just needed like the one or two rounds to knock out professional boxers. I can't imagine. Are, are, the, are, the other question is: Is there a weight class? Do they have weight classes here? Oh, that's an excellent question. Do they have brain classes? <laughs> that would be awesome. But do, well, do they have that in chess? Like levels? They of do. How good they you do are? have levels. Actually, yeah. that's. I'll, I'll cut forward to that. Uh, World class chess boxers must not only be experienced boxers, but they also must be at least class A strength chess players. I assume Class A is one of the higher ones because it's Class A. It's got to be pretty. I'm, I would be I mean, certain be that none of us are Class A. Yeah, yeah, you got to be pretty smart, right? Yeah, yeah. But you also have to be a boxer. Yeah, exactly. You've got. I mean, it doesn't really say exactly. Some people say, "Oh, boxing. It's it's this one was like a chess match, right?" <laughs> well, well. Here's my big. They question. rarely say this chess game was like a boxing match, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> You might say they were slugging it was a slug out. fest. They were pawns dropping left and right. Cut me. Cut me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know what everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking. What happens if somebody bleeds in the chessboard? No, but that's a good question. Yeah. I assume they just keep playing over it and it just yeah. gets that much more dramatic. Can you take the stuffing out of your gloves? No, I, you can't well, do that. Why it's would be you regulation be able to do boxing. that in chess boxing? It's got to be regulation boxing. Right. <laughs> but what, what I'm sure you're all thinking is, what celebrities back this sport, right? Yeah. There is one. Really? RZA of the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh! RZA, huge fan of the sport. I, I believe he's my favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. There is a Wu-Tang Clan song called The Mystery of Chess Boxing. <laughs> and this is on their first album. What a subtle reference. Right, it's a subtle reference. <laughs> But it's it's from their 93 album. So this is when the sport was very new. Wow. From Enter the Wu-Tang. Not bandwagon RZA. fans. No. RZA's been a long-time fan. 20 years As fan. it would turn out, RZA's always been my favorite member of the Wu-Tang right. Clan. I didn't, have a, I didn't have an opinion on the Wu-Tang Clan members until now. And now RZA's my favorite. Yeah. No, it's freaking brilliant. Which is awesome. I, mean, I think it needs a, a celebrity endorser. I think this needs to get out to the people more. I want to see this yeah. in the schools. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. I feel like it would take out a lot of aggression and make bullies get a little smarter. Yeah. Plus, all your all your nerd folk would probably be great at qualifying for the lower weight classes. Yeah, totally. And they learn a little something about self-defense. Yeah. yeah it's about time. I am envisioning. I mean, uh, that's why I bullied people, because they really need to learn about self-defense. Guys, this movie writes itself. Right. <laughs> I think that the chess boxing movie does need to be made. The high school, The high school drama... And he winds up getting the girl who all she ever did was date guys from the boxing team. Right. But he was captain of the chess team. (laughs) From zero to hero. (laughs) You totally get me, but I have a boyfriend. This is what I want to see. I want to see Deep Blue take on George Foreman. (laughs) I think George Foreman... Well, George Foreman's old. George Foreman might have been able in his prime... To punch Deep Blue into submission. <laughs> right, we'll see. I absolutely I mean, Deep Blue is just a giant, it's just a big computer. Yeah, but, but I believe you strike computers really hard over and over again. Yeah. Oftentimes it will result but in But I also think that Deep Blue way. might be able to beat George Foreman in four minutes in chess. Because that's what <laughs> that's it opens. That's entirely possible. You know, I, would, I still, I, I would love to see this match. George Foreman would just try to put it off as long as he can. I would, yeah. yeah. What, what other, what other... <laughs> 
What about the 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 one we really missed out on? I think was obviously Muhammad Ali versus Bobby Fischer. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That would be a match for the ages. Bobby Fischer would get. Have you seen pictures of Bobby Fischer? He's he's a kook. Right? He would not be able to take a punch. No. No way. His face would collapse. Especially one from Muhammad Ali. Right, Not exactly. Just a punch. Right, the a punch. Muhammad Ali. Yes. <laughs> the famous punch of all time. And that was chess boxing. That also brings an end to another sports, sports, sports podcast. Why couldn't I say one of the sports? Do you want to say it? You want, want to take the second one? one? Here you we go. You have me here wasting my time. I'm sorry. With all your here you go. You say the sports. second one. Here it is. Uh, and that comes to a close. Another episode of sports. Sports. Sports podcast. That, that that just felt like it ruined the flow. No offense. You should have had me do the last one. Okay, we'll do the last one. Here we go. That comes to a close. Another episode of sports. 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 Podcast. But before we go, we want to say thank you very much, Vince McMahon, for covering for Joel and Jordan for not being here. It is my pleasure. Anything to get the word out on a WrestleMania 28. And also, uh, Curtain Jerks, who seems to call me a lot and be on their show. That's true, yeah. I would say that that's kind of like your uh, your uh, new WWE is Curtain Jerks. Yes, yes. Uh, that is my bread and butter. Those guys seem to think it's funny when they call me. I don't find anything humorous. Well, I, it's very funny. You got to check it out on Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, also, if you want to reach Sports 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 Podcast, you can you send them a letter. <laughs> you can send you, us a letter. You get a piece of paper. And you get a pen or a pencil if you're a child and you're not supposed to use ink. And you get your parents' permission. And then you get a stamp. And then you, uh, what's that's, the address that they send a letter to? That's a lot of effort. What that are you is, talking about? That's so much effort to put in getting a stamp. Well, I think you just go online and just send an email to sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Good luck if you can do that getting online somehow. Okay, they can because they also have Twitter uh, at sports3podcast. Doesn't make any sense. Or they can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. They can also find us on iTunes by searching sports3, all one word with number three, space podcast on iTunes. Uh, please rate and review. And yeah, this was a really fun show. Thank you for coming, Vince McMahon. It was my pleasure. Phil Ranta, you're fired. All right, I'm fired, so I better take off. Lights off. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.